Hey everybody, and welcome back to the main storyline for the Metal and Magic podcast. It's been a bit. How are you? We are lined up and ready to go. Let's get back into it. No more time for this cliffhanger. Let's jump right into episode 30 of the Metal and Magic podcast. Bodies, basements, and burials. Where last we left our heroes, they had just... Uh, finished the fight that took a year and a half against the uh, Pontiff King and his four closest best friends. Uh, Mohu had been beheaded and is currently, uh, you know, dead in the cathedral. Uh, Morana killed literally everyone except one, I think. And yeah, so you guys are in the cathedral. There are two doors in the back behind the altar. Uh, for five dead bodies, what do you do? Um, well. I will pick up the pontiff and, uh, bring him to the altar and just slam his fucking body to it. Can we search the body first? <laughs> sure. He's like, I pick up the pontiff, go to the arcanium, and throw his ass off. <laughs> just like I did last time. All right, so here's how I'll do it. I'll grab him by the head because my, my hands are big enough to fucking bat yeah. the ball's head. I'll drag him to the middle aisle and then just leave him there for a minute while y'all do whatever. Okay. Alright, so y'all want to hand wave the investigation rolls and I'll just give you all a loop from this room? Yeah, sure. Um, I got a 20. He's not going to do it anyway. 23 to investigation. On the body of the cleric himself? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Randar's body looks to be made mostly of metal. And because I do, because I can't, I'm, gonna, my um, I'm going to miss a step up to the body. You gonna use a spell slot just to get there? Yeah. Okay. Dude. Dude. It's, okay. been, it's been a rough evening. I don't want to expend any more energy than I have to by walking. Okay. Alright, so uh, Randar's body appears to be made mostly of metal. With some dark wood interspliced in between. Um, his body actually has carved channels that are purple that spiral up and down his entire body. What Mohu had noticed when he was up close during that ritual was a line of purple that seemed to be going up his forearm and into his hand. And now, looking at the body, you see it's actually like carved channel. Mm-hmm. That was only partially masked by his disguise, his enchantment to disguise. Um, disguise self spell. Got it. Well, it's more of a like thing that was cast on him, but yeah. Uh, all the channels on his body uh, lead to a central point: his chest. Um, Guys, it's Iron Man. No, but if no, you read think. the new stuff from the uh, Wayfinder's Guide to Eberron. Warforge have this thing in their chest called a docent. It's a sphere. They're thousands of years old, and they predate the Warforge, but somehow they mesh perfectly with the Warforge. Um, I will roll your check over and tell you all the information about the docent. You will never be able to use it, but if you want it, you can take it. There you go. Okay. So it's kind of like Ulysses' claw. Yes. Boom. Got it. Um. Okay. So a docent is a it's a sphere, and it uh, literally fits into a warforge's chest cavity. Melt with them. It's the sentient. It has a sixteen intelligence, a fourteen wisdom, and a fourteen charisma, 
and it gave the pontiff three abilities just inherently. It could detect good and evil at will. It could detect scrying on himself. And uh, it actually had the ability to make medicine checks on him to keep him from dying if he was going through death saves. Okay. So, you're saying this is like a magical item. It is a magical item. It is worth a lot of money, but you'll never be able to use it yourself. Unless you, uh, like, somehow merge your body with a Warforged. Like, if you took a Warforged body, and you went to the botanist, and you put yourself in one of those cubicles, and you and the other, or the tube, and you and the other tube, and had somebody hit the button, and you merged together, then I'd let you use it. We gotta go back to the botanist. Guys, we gotta go back! Money! Well, we don't okay. have the, uh, um, anymore, so that's good. Yeah. Can I remove this thing? Yeah, it because its host is dead, it will just come right out. Okay. Um, also, um, around his body, for whoever wanted it, there was a plus two morning star. I can't use it. I don't need it. I mean, I'll carry it, I guess. Okay. Plus two. James, in your inspection of his body, you see a uh, silver ring. My name's Carrot. Sorry, Carox. Clorox. The fresh maker. Wait. You see um, a silver ring studded with uh, emeralds and rubies uh, that go all the way around it. He rolled a die. He's reading a thing. 16 and uh, Arcana on a ring. Yeah, it's magic. Specifically, um, I'm going to say enchantment school. Okay. It's, uh, I'll tell you what it does because I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm going to cast identify. I know. I'll just tell you what it does. It's the ring of the grammarian. Once per day, you can change one letter in one word of the spell you cast, i.e. cause fear becomes cause bear. Slow becomes glow. Cone of cold becomes cone of mold. You may also choose to omit omit one letter, such as scrying becomes crying. Wall of fire becomes wall of ire. So forth and so on. Fuck with your spells. Have fun. It does not require attunement because you can only use it once a day. Okay. Um, for those of you checking the bodies, you find three runed greatswords. Uh, the swords they were using with all the magical runes carved up and down. You also find one runed longsword. Um, so whoever wants it, write it down. I don't give a shit. If you don't want it, leave it. I don't care. Um, let's see. Who is... Who's checking the body of the one diagonal, like, straight down from Mobu? Not I. Megan? Or Morana? Um, Morana or Salar? Either of you checking I guess that I'll do one? It. Okay. Um. Sala will go over to that body, even though she's not really one to check those generally. Eric, can you. Oh, never mind. Michael got it. Right here. Um. Yeah. So you find uh, that he's not wearing the heavy plate mail that. or plate armor that the rest of them are wearing. Mm hmm. He's wearing half plate. Mm hmm. Um. And you are a detect magic radar, I assume. Yeah. As always. So, uh, it is definitely magic. I'll um, pick it up. Okay. 
Just put plus two magical uh, half plate there, and when you get it identified, I'll tell you what it does. Hey, what was that orb thing called? Docent, D-O-C-E-N-T. Um, put okay. two money signs by it. You also basically Fine. find a collective amount, roughly 150 gold total. Everyone together, like, that's the amount you find on all of the bodies. Okay. So, so I don't know if y'all want to just make a running tally and dole it out. Let Salar be the cashier, like always, and dole it out. Trake trusts me. Yeah. Anytime I need something, I just ask her, so... So, uh, with that being that's so everything. Like 38 gold and some change per person. Well, you, that's all that's in this room. You do see the two doors in the back, but that's all you've got off the bodies and in this room. Okay, like, no. I guess everyone put like 38 gold down. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to slam the pontiff on the fucking table now that y'all are done with him. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like 38 gold and some change. All right, so what do you do? Gonna take a moment and look. Where are you looking? And then my eyes find paintings again. And I'm like, oh, people can have those again. Oh, okay. Oh, people so can have alcohol again. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, people can have alcohol, but just not you. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I went. <laughs> and then I guess, oh. I don't know. I'm gonna sit there and stare at paintings until people. Alright, so are we're done. gonna go around the table. So did you suplex the dude on the altar? Yeah, okay. I did. He's on the altar now. Carrox, what are you doing? What am I doing? Um Just kinda sitting. Sitting in a pew. You're just gonna like rest. Relaxing. Okay. <laughs> Trake, after suplexing old boy onto the altar, what do you do? I sit there and Clean my hands off, and uh, I look around for any more kind of threat that might be coming from behind, like behind the altar. Do I see anything? Nothing, just two closed doors. So and I you don't, you don't hear like footsteps besides your teammates. Okay. It's 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 so weird how the. Cathedral was so large, and you guys fighting, everything was echoing, it was loud. Yeah. And now that you guys are, are done, everything's quiet. You Too know, quiet. it's probably weird and shocking to... I kind of flex my muscles, pull out my ram, and I kind of say, we have doors. And I go up to the left door. Then I think you should knock. I'm going to go ahead and knock on the left door with the ram. That's not amazing, but uh, a 13? Yeah. It's a normal inside door. Which door are you, right or left? The left. The left. Yeah. All right, so who's going with Trey? And if so, if we can, now that our double, well, I've doubled our size. No, Eric, you're not going with Trey. <laughs> Take me with you. Which part of you is going, your head or the rest of you? No, I mean, clearly the head would be the only thing that would remain conscious for two minutes after I was beheaded, so therefore, I have to go with the head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Hi, guys, I'm here tonight. We're on it. All right, so go. you... 
Megan, what are you doing? You're going to do what? Stay with the body, I guess. All right, so Morana is going to stay with um, Mohu's body. I'll go into the room. I keep grabbing the wrong thing. I want goddamn ibuprofen. You're All not right. allowed. Apparently not. <laughs> there it is. Um, you guys open the... You bounce open that door trick. You step in and here's what you see. A sparsely decorated room. It's just ornately like wood carved. Like the, the molding is carved nice and ornate. There aren't any statues or paintings. Okay. Um, there's a bed directly to your left from where you're standing and a small foot locker. Uh, behind you is uh, an oddly shaped desk because Matt can't draw and was in a hurry. And in the corner, the far right, closest to where you are as a person, yeah, um, is a large, like armoire, okay. giant, uh, you know, clothes holding apparatus. Yeah, the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go up to the wardrobe. And okay. Open it. I will open it with my hand, not the ram. Okay. You open the wardrobe and you see a staircase descending. I look at um, who, who else is in the room with me? I believe it's you and I. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Did you go with them? I. <clears throat> no. Okay. So it's and just Carox and James and. Um, I say, uh, you find anything over there? We got a. 24 investigation on chest for traps. Nothing, and it appears open. I open it. Okay. Is there like a, another staircase? Yeah, it's a whole another staircase. Dude, that's crazy. It's actually a ladder. Oh, shit. Because that would make more sense. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Gems. So, uh, what I need you to do for me is let me flip to page 46. Okay. And roll a d100. James. The dice you don't have out. I picked the dice you don't have out. <laughs> Fucking loudest thing tonight. Right. <laughs> I got max on the, the double digit one and then a four. So is that just four? Is that two zeros? Yeah. How do you even read that? It's a clock. Oh, okay. I was like, that doesn't look like a zero at all. So that's a four. Okay. Uh, it's right. golf, right? Huh? It's golf, right? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Now roll me a d20. I have one of those out. Three. Alright, so there are a number of uh, match packs, a pencil, and a uh, small notebook filled with shopping lists and inspirational quotes. Awesome. There's this, like a drawing. This of guy a, was breaking his own fucking laws. Yeah, weird, right? They always do that shit. So like, there's a the stick drawing of a, are always there's a stick drawing of a cat, just. and it says "hang in there" <laughs> and shit. Just you know, generic ass. I close the <laughs> chest. Like I want this pencil. <laughs> I don't want to run out to the street and be like, "I've got the only writing utensil in the entire town. The power is mine." <laughs> The power to create and erase. Okay. That's but yeah, so what else? Say so no, I didn't find anything, Trake. Nothing. Chest was empty. Well, let's step down. All right. 
So you guys are going to just go by yourselves down the thing? Yeah. Okay. What can go wrong? I'm saying immediately. I'm just asking. It's called a quote. So you say let's go down, and then you stand there. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's everybody else doing? I'll, uh, I'll alert them that we found a staircase there you go. that goes down. You finally caught on. Yeah. All right. Okay. One day. Put me in there, then. Morana, are you going with them, or are you going to still stay with the body? Just as far away from the microphone as you can be. I know. Hashtag Floofwatch 2018 going strong. Hashtag Floofy Booty. Alright, so Salar, Trake, and Karox are gonna stand in front of the armor. We, we, we go down now that we got an extra yeah, body down. to protect uh, Karox. <laughs> you guys descend the stairs into a room... Uh, a large room wider than it is long. In front of you, there are there's one smaller room. You see a full wall and a door. Uh, to your right, you see two more rooms. One is a full room with like a full wall you can't see in and a door. The other is a jail cell that houses one person who seems to be chained to the wall. Uh, it's not you. We know how that goes. I bet this guy's been down here for five years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to find out. Uh, I go into this room. He can I see can, us, right? Yeah, he totally can see you. Yeah, I go over here. All right. I guess as he's doing that, I'm going to start making my way over to this person. I'm making so. my way to the cell, walking yeah. fast. His face ain't passing, and he's chained down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so James will do you first. Okay. Uh, you enter the room. Karax doesn't want to go to a, a cell. Karax has been in jail for too long. He's got PTSD. <laughs> uh, every time he sees a jail cell, he just gets all, like, sweaty. Hmm. Um, a struggle. All right, so uh, when you enter that room, you see a familiar thing. A pedestal about waist high. Pedophile. Pedestal? Oh, same thing. <laughs> a pedestal about waist high. Hey, they're trying to fight for their rights to be pedophiles, okay? No. <laughs> and a crystal orb on top. Very similar to the crystal orb that you saw at mm -hmm. the overseer's chamber in the... Um, Arcanium. Arcanium. And uh, to your right, there is a um, small box. Almost like a chest, but it's not. It's just a box. Mm, I got 14 health. Um, I'll go over to the box. Okay. Does a 19 investigation tell me if it's trapped or anything? It's not. Can I hear anything inside of it? No. I kick it. Nothing. Okay. Can I open it in any sort of way? Yeah, it's got a it's got a like a I lid on a hinge. It. You just you can just I open, open it. it. Do I die? Yeah, um, instantly. <laughs> well, you got, you want a back? You have a backup. You want to play, right? That's the whole thing. You want me to yeah, kill but, you? Yeah, but someone else no. is already playing that class now. So, <laughs> um, okay. You open the oh. box, and inside you find um. And I made this character kind of work. Like that backup one kind of weird, so. You find, I roll a die, 
Sixteen books. Shit. It's all Those books. are illegal. Oh, I know, right? Holy <laughs> shit. Contraband. You could strap them to your body. What, what are they, uh... Right? What, 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 are the, what are the books titled? They're all titled, like, random shit. Like, some of them are... Uh, fairy tales. Some of them are history books. The one that's one that sticks out to you is the history of the Blue Tower. Um, okay. If if I remember correctly, didn't someone have like a vision of a tower or something? Uh, yeah, that was Drake. Um, if yeah. you roll a D one hundred for me, I'll tell you another book name, just for fun. I got an eight. God that's damn. twice as much as last time. <laughs> You're so good. Uh, okay, so this book is called Heroes and Harlots, and it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a uh, author. It's by unknown. Oh. Um. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of books, and the one that sticks out to you the most is the History of the Blue Tower. Um. With a a, a sixteen in history, would I remember if anyone had a a. An image of a tower and everything. You would remember the tower Trake saw in his uh, vision. It was not blue. Yeah. I'll, I'll grab it anyways. I'm not going to give it to Trake because he can't read. <laughs> uh, you assume way too much. He can friend. barely speak. Everyone assumes when it, when, it comes to, when it comes to Chip, everything's an assumption when it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Um, there are no facts, only your opinion. Okay. So you've basically that's all that's in that room is that box and, and that orb. I'm gonna go up to the orb and try to like You can touch it. Communicate to the other side. You're gonna touch it? Yeah. You touch it, I put die. your hand on it, Do I die. put your dick on it. I put my dick on it. Alright. I sit on it. Does it do I engulf it? Probably not. No. Okay. Alright. Thank God. <laughs> oh god. Jesus Christ. What Might be an orb of enlargement. Oh, yeah, you're right. Gets... I put my dick on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so when you, when you touch the orb, you are instantly, you feel like an out-of-body experience. And it's like your, not your soul, but like your consciousness is ripped from your body and implanted in this other space. Roll me a d20. You've been rolling low, so I have a feeling I know how this is going to go. You're an 18. Shit, that's not how I thought it was going to go. All right, so you're in this room. And uh, you see this long table, and sitting at it is a half-orc and a familiar um, female fallen Azamar. Mm. Looks like Gilmandir. Um, they <coughs> instantly see you mm. and look at you. What do you do? Well... Seeing as I'm a dick out on the orb, I start helicopter dicking. <laughs> Adam. And then I start singing. They instantly try to hang up the call. I start, I start singing. They try to switch out of the web browser immediately. I start, I they start went to the singing. Wrong web page. My meat spins round and round, right round, like a meat spin baby. Round. He's like, I thought I told you not to go to meatspin.com. <laughs> How many spins can you sit through? Mommy spins. Okay, right? so anyway. <laughs> so, no, what do you do? I say, um, well, it's... Has it been long enough since I've seen you? Um, 
Tell me. Just get the conversation. Where right? are you right now? <laughs> where are you? Yeah. We've been. You having... know where they are. You know on the map where they are. Where where he lives. You've known this whole time where he lives. Uh huh. But okay. <laughs> My history roll is pretty low. He's like, I'm in my tower. Um, what color is it? Red. So not blue. And black. Okay. The colors of evil. Oh shit. No, it's just it's the stone tower. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad we could have this meeting about architecture. Yeah. Um, please have a seat. So you're. Uh, I sit down. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You, it's weird though because you can't interact with objects. But I, you know, I'm kind of. You know how when there's like no chair there and you you do like the the mimes sit down. That's what I'm doing. So he um like they're surprised you give no shits because it's weird. Like they're kind of just like looking back and forth at each other. Like what the fuck? I, 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 okay, so I got. I'm sure you're kind of surprised that, you know, you do not strike fear into me. But we've been running train on all your leaders in these cities and stuff, so. You'll probably be no different. I I assume <laughs> by your references that you've taken out my pawn at Northhold. That's you kind of that's where we're at, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> James, what yeah. the fuck city is the name of the city we're in? Uh, but he's yeah, stroking his we, temple. He's like, you and your friends are becoming a nuisance. One that I will have to stamp out myself. You know, another king told me that before. Yeah. <laughs> Trace your hype man in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch. You tell him. But no, like, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've had another king tell me that I've been a nuisance before. So. I know who, who you speak, and he can't stamp out a single fly. I mean, by his order, we've been stamping out your flies, so. <laughs> um, as that, as this exchange is happening, Gilmendir has gotten up and is walking closer to the crystal ball in the corner of their room. Um, what would, would, would I know of any way that, like, she could deal 14 hit points <laughs> to me? Through the crystal ball. Psychic wave. I mean, we did fight her through the crystal ball. You did fight her through the crystal yeah, ball. And and however, she was able, she was able to, to use mind-altering effects only. Mm -hmm. Anything that... You guys got feared and psychic damage and yeah. shit like that, but she never hit you physically. Yeah. So basically, she can do 14 damage. Hmm. She can do over 5,000. Over 5,000. <laughs> what? That's impossible! And she plays she places her favorite character in Street Fighter's Baraka. <laughs> you must be an amazing Saiyan. That was, that was recorded. That was not recorded. It didn't need to be mentioned. I'm, I'm dead. You're welcome. Okay. Um, but she is getting closer to your crystal, the crystal ball that you, like, emerged from where your body came from. Okay. Oh, dude. Well, like I said... We, uh, we've stamped out your pawn at Northolt, and I see Gilmandir walking here, and 
I'm rather exhausted and do not wish to see your disgusting faces anymore. Well, as you... Okay, he says, well, I'd like you to know that we have an open-door policy here. Oh, okay. Feel free to come by anytime. And with, like, she puts her hand on the uh, crystal ball and you feel your consciousness suck back in your body, don't take any damage. Okay. You're this welcome. Time. This time. But yes, there is a basically communication orb there. Yeah. We're going to go from you over to... Trake, what did, what did you want to do? Um, I am cautiously watching both of them. Salar and Karox. So I'm making sure You're that... you just watching everybody's back? Yeah, I'm just kind of... Cool. Inspecting. Okay. Salar, you seem to have wandered over to the cell, the jail cell in the far corner of the room. I mean... Yeah, there's a person in it, right? Yeah, and he's like chained to the wall, like hands and legs, hands, yeah, arms and legs, hands and legs, shoulders, knees and toes, head, shoulders, knees and toes. toes. Do the hokey pokey. What's he look like? (laughs) He is an old, frail man. He's very thin, gaunt. Doesn't look like he's been fed very much for a long period of time. Is he like there? He is looking at you, but he can't really muster very many words right now. Okay, but he is chained to the wall, so yes. I can try to open up the cell. Yes, you can. Then I'm going to try to do that. Okay, do you have thieves tools? Because the cell is locked. Trick, she needs you to knock. Can I, can I just, like, Eldritch Blast it? Yeah, roll a, <laughs> roll a, uh, roll to hit the door. Okay. So one of them is going to be, because I have two, an 18, and the other one is going to be over 20. You hit with both Eldritch Blasts. Um, your damage will do enough to bust open the lock. Okay. And hit the man, and he dies. Pew, pew. No. It was just the door. No. Was it one Not damage? Not you're fine. It was... You go to pull his ear off, but you just gotta right. pull his ear... Sorry, I'm in, in, in great He's only been gone one day. the cheek of his... <laughs> He's only been gone one day, and we're already making fun of his character. <sighs> it's to be no. expected. So yeah, you open the door. The cell, like you, you blast the hole where the lock is, and the cell kind of swings open. Okay. We're all dirt bags. Everybody's <laughs> Fuck it. He kind of looks us. up at you and he's like, "Help! Please help me." Who are you, and why are you in here? Uh, I just told you that he can barely speak. Yeah, but he just spoke. F- like falteringly. Name. Who you is? Who is your dad? What does he do? <laughs> my name is Amigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Um. I'll unlock you. I'll get your your your, your arms free if you can tell me your name, and your legs free if you can give me some sort of idea as to why you're in here. He he says, Father Sigmar. Bad decisions. Okay, I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> okay, so what are you like pinpoint Eldritch blasting his manacles, or how are you gonna do this? Um, do you have a focus that allows you to laser beam? <laughs> Can your fingers turn into lockpicks? No. How are you doing this? Just cut his arms and legs off. Does anyone have Torso anything? Torso boy. Perhaps there's a key somewhere. 
Well, if you can find a key, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, Other than the rooms, what else do we see? Um, there's a desk right by the microphone. Okay, I mean, I'm <laughs> at, while this is happening, I'm probably still talking to what's their name. Mm-hmm. There is a desk right by the microphone. Other than that, the room is just, like, there's lots of, like, ornate rugs that line the room. Yeah. But that's it. This room itself is empty, up, but for the desk, the rugs, and the other uh, rooms. That if you say it really I don't quick, think it sounds like ornate rugs. Hmm? I don't think anyone here has these tools. I don't know. But... Yeah, so... I have, would, uh, smithing tools. I thought you'd be like, I could hit him with my battering ram. <laughs> no, dude, I have, like, well, I have, like, smithing tools. I crush tools, his so, fucking like, wrist. And I just, like, yank on the chains until they come out of the wall. After you wanna... Okay, roll a strength check to pull the chains out of the wall. I remember doing this before. Yep. Uh, and, uh that's I gonna be an 18. I don't think I ever broke him out the wall. No. You know... And 18 is good enough, but you gotta roll four more, three more times. 18 is the DC. That one's over 20. Okay, continue. So his, I got his, his arms, arms are free. free. That one doesn't do it. That nope. one's a 16. Continue. That nope. one also doesn't do it. Oh, you got his arms free. You lived up to arms. half of your promise. I got his arms free, and now he can chill, can help. I guess. <laughs> And then, if y'all can just find a key. She's like, I'll stay here with this old man chained to the wall. And then I'm going to give if him some bread. If you can get a key for me, that'd be great. I'm going to feed him some food. All right, here I come. I, I'll go over there and help you. All right, Trake, you're going to just try to pull the chains out of the wall? Yeah. All right, roll me two strength checks. I think you got this. Um, a 23 and then a... <laughs> so one of you got one of his. You can try again. Okay. Here, I'll come and try oh now. Oh my god. Twenty-four. Damn. Yeah, you got it. He's free. He still has chains, but at least he's not nailed to anything. It's like thanks. Him. These don't weigh me down at all as he falls down. <laughs> I give him a health potion. Okay. So um, you give him a health potion and, and a ration. A ration. And he's sitting there. Like, the health potion helps a lot. He looks a lot better. Yeah. He's going to sit there and eat slowly. Um, Can I come and check the desk? Okay, yeah. While all that's happening, you've finished your conversation and small dinner meeting. And you go to check the desk. Do I, um, do I, in, do I roll, find key? Yeah, roll an investigation check for I'm me. I'm good at these. 27. You find a key. Oh. Um, it's a small brass key. Oh, I wonder what this could be for. I put it back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I put it in my pocket. And I kind of look over at the dude with the chains. And I look back into the desk. Okay, so also on the desk, without, like, just visible for everyone to see, there is, um, a box... And inside that box, dick. James, just so you know, you, because you were there looking, are uh, 12 small statuettes, more art, things that were banned. Okay. Um, each one is roughly worth uh, 75 gold pieces each. 
How many? Twelve. Yeah, baby. All right. Yeah. James found the key. You got your boy free. Morana is upstairs uh, watching over the body of poor dead Mohu. Poor dead in two pieces. In a pool of his own blood. Yeah. Carved into a rug, Mohu. I'm going to walk over to them and be like... And just unlock his shit. <laughs> he just kind of like nonchalantly walks up and he's like, I can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess we'll go All back. Right. Go. Wait. This room, though. The rubber ducky? Yeah. It does kind of look like a rubber ducky. <laughs> I really know. Like the Tim Burton Batman one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you open the door, and it's just a room filled with what appears to be confiscated items. There are uh, 44 paintings worth 250 gold apiece. I mean, I'm not taking these people's art. I was going to let them know where it was, though. More books. I'll take their art. Um, in the corner of the um, room, that's a D12. It needs to be a D20. There are uh, 17, like a box with 17 pe- like necklaces, gaudy jewelry, shiny, fine jewelry, each worth 150 gold pieces a piece. There is a short sword mixed in with a lot of them that um to make things easier on you mm -hmm. i'm just gonna bleep detect magic once okay uh short sword detects magic okay detects as magic what about i'll pick that up huh is there any alcohol in there there is i'm thirsty man there is there are several like casks lining the walls you said Uh, i'll grab two so. You said 17 pieces of jewelry worth 150 gold each? I did. Um, so you but said magic short sword. Plus two. You write down plus two magic short sword. Karak's going to come out looking like a fucking huge... Karak's has a crown <laughs> on 14 necklaces, a bunch of rings, and he's just like... 14 chains! <laughs> Money in the bank, bitch. Money in the bank. But yeah, uh, lots right. of art, jewelry... I really Lots of alcohol. with anything else that alcohol can stay and ferment forever yes. for her, all I Her care. warlock pack says she cannot have alcohol. Yeah. I'm um, so sorry. This is why this town was so great. This is the first town that actually had good, not alcohol She had beverages. tea. What is in the two? Um. Oh, shit. I wasn't ready for this. I'm going to grab That's one okay, of the I'm things of alcohol. Wait, wait, what is James? What did you say, James? I'm gonna grab one of the things of alcohol and I'm gonna head back upstairs and I'm gonna go to Mogu's body and just start pouring it out. For you. <laughs> Pour one out for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you at home, I'll be playing Morana for the rest of the night because Megan just started feeling really sick. Um So, uh, to answer Chip's question, um, what do alcohol do? We're going to go to page 42 in my book. What do alcohol do? Yeah. Um, It'll get you drunk. Yeah, that's what do. <laughs> All right, Chip, roll me a d100. Uh, and a d20. Uh, and another d20. Roll me Jesus. two d20 and a d100. Jesus. 
Okay. Hey, James, roll a D100 for me. <laughs> You're going to get a low number. Will he, though? 57. Oh, shit. All right, let's go down the list. First D20. Uh, 12. Uh, it is amber-colored liquid that appears to be humming, making a low noise. Uh, second D20. Uh, 17. Do you taste it? Uh, I was currently just grabbing it. Oh, you just look. I didn't know if you wanted to open it and look at the. Well, maybe later. I'll just, like, on my character sheet. Okay, I'm gonna just mark a thing. James, what was the D100 roll? 57. Okay, I have a uh, trademark, patent pending, copyright bullshit, uh, Amber Humming Ale. Ha, named it. Okay, so I wrote down what, I circled what it is for when you get it, when you use it or look at it. Or awesome. Alright, so with that, you guys have appeared to clear this room. You got an old man who is now unshackled. Well, he was ripped from the wall and now is unshackled. Um, he did tell you that his name was Father Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, now that he's had a little bit of food and... Do I recognize that name? Yeah! You all recognize that name as the name of the person that everyone in the town said was dead. Uh, he died five years ago, right bef- right as in, uh, Randar was his apprentice. Oh. And when he died, Randar took over. Everyone even in town told died. you they went to his funeral. They saw his body. Nothing a silent image can't do. Um, but yeah... And now that he's had a little time to recoup and take a potion that Chips or Trake so lovingly gave him, uh, he kind of walks up to Salar and he's like, Now, to answer your questions more thoroughly, my name is Father Sigmar, and I was the leader of Northholt up until roughly five years ago. My, my father's name is Mr. Exposition, so I'm going to exposi- expose... Wait, what is the word I'm looking for? He's not going to expose Expedite. himself. He's going to give you some exposition. And basically what he tells you is that um, he had gotten very sick. And Randar convinced him that he had the power to cure him. That the gods had given him this great power and all he needed to do was accept it. It was in truth a feigned death spell. He, uh, to everyone, appeared as if he had died. They held a funeral... They moved his body in here, chained him to the wall, spell wore off, and he's been hanging here ever since. Just kind of hanging out. Uh, now, they did actually treat his sickness over some time, but it was only in the, uh, only for literally the just keeping him alive part. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Why did they want to keep you alive? Why not just kill you? Randar apparently needed me for something, but I I know not what. It He just said he would always he would always yell at me and say, "Damn you, old man. If only I didn't need you for my plans in the future." I'm joking. <laughs> um No, but he does basically 
he needed him for something, but that something was never given, like, never named. Okay, he never so said, Rindar is not one of those villains that brags about what he's going to no, do before he No, he didn't strap me to a laser and say, Ah, Mr. Bond, before you die, let me tell you my plan. <laughs> but you didn't mention Operation Grand Slam. <laughs> oh, Octopussy. It's a, it's a name from a James Bond. Okay, but you were quoting... Yeah. Uh, I'm j- we're just making James Bond references. That's all we're doing. In a way, shape, or form. It's so like, it's good, dude. It's okay. So, uh, but yes, he's like, now, if, if, it, if it doesn't matter to any of you, I'd very much like to leave this cell and room. Absolutely. I'll escort you out. I've been down here far too long. And I'll just, like, take him by the arm and start walking him out. Okay. So you guys go up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, Trake, you yeah. doing anything? Uh, I'm going to uh, see what Morana and Mohu are up to. Okay, you go up the stairs. Karox, yeah. you took all that shit, right? Yeah, I took the jewelry, I mean... Okay, you left the, the paint. You're not going to carry around like the Mona Lisa strapped to your back? Right. Okay. Damn, this could have been a Top Gear challenge. Anyway. they. Uh, so you go up the stairs... Alright, when you get upstairs, you notice that the doors to the cathedral leading outside are open. Well, they were probably open already. They're still open. Morana and Mohu's body and also head are not there. You do see blood drips leading outside. Okay. Well, it's more like probably a pool, like a long trail of blood leading outside. You know, from the neck and shit. Well, a lot and then like a little. Yeah. Let's go out. It's drag marks. Yeah, she just drug his ass. Let's 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 follow the blood trail because that's always follow the blood. Father, would you mind joining us? I'm sure that people would like to see that the true. Yes, but this is also is a funeral. Still alive. Ponte. Okay, Ponte. so when you get outside, um, here's what you see: you walk out the front doors, and there's that giant wall. With the gates still barred shut, because remember, you teleported in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, roll, I guess, roll survival to find the blood in the dark, in the grass. Is anyone good at that? I'm about to be with a 17. What's up, I'm about you? to be with a 19. You have no modifier, do you? <laughs> nope. Since we're playing this game, I'm nope. about to be with a 4. <laughs> Alright, so Trake and Carox, you both... Oh, it's um, a five, because I have a plus one. So Trake and Carox, you see... Um, <laughs> you see the trail of blood leading around the side, like, in between the wall and the cathedral yeah. going around the side. Um, and there you find Morana. She is... Ba- she's been digging a hole the whole time you guys have been gone. Okay. How, how deep did the hole get... It's like a good, like, four feet right now. She digs pretty fast. She did also murder, like, seven people by herself. Yeah. She's she's, strong. She's pretty legit. She's very strong. She's strong in them screens. She is too legit. Okay. So, um, she then gets, like, climbs out of the hole, grabs Mohu's body, gets back in the hole and places it down in the hole. She's not throwing it. She's placing it. She Does gets she, like, back set up. his head? 
She gets back up, gets his head, puts it where it's supposed to be in compare, you know, in, in orientation to his body. Um, you see, is anybody like getting close? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'll see if she needs any help. All right. Um, she kind of looks up at you and just kind of shakes her head. Like, like she's no, good. she does. She's good. Okay. As she reaches into her pack, her priest pack, she pulls out a small vial of oil and anoints his head and his body. Okay. Not with the sign of the cross, like I just did. <laughs> um. Then you see her kind of silently praying to herself. Okay. Um. She holds her hand over where she placed the oil on Mohu's head, and this pulse of like radiant light emanates from her hand. And all of ex- all of a sudden, you see Mohu's body and head like entombed in this radiant cocoon. She's reviving him. True resurrection. No. Oh. <laughs> then. She didn't gain any levels. Everyone, no, everyone, roll perception. James involve, is going to use a giant die. Does it involve smell? No. <laughs> I got a seven. I'm good at that. I got a seven. I, that was sarcasm. I know. James, what'd you get? Uh, I got a 15. Drake? Uh, a six. Okay. James, you notice, because you're probably like, uh, religion shit. You're probably looking up in the sky or some shit, not paying attention. You notice the, the clouds part. And the moon is full, and you see this beam of radiant light strike the grave, and you're all blind. No! I'm like Daredevil now. Except without the heightened other senses. Shit, I'm like the bad Daredevil! (laughs) Just punch everything. You're like me now. Uh, when, when When your vision comes back, it's a little blurry. And then you see Morana crawling out of the grave, like climbing out of the grave. And you know when she smites, her hair goes from being like black to being. Did she just smite him? Yes, she <laughs> smited his dead body. Smoke. But you know her her smote. smote. You know how her hair changes when she when she uses smite. Yeah. It's just that color now. Okay. Her armor is still black. Her hair is white. That's pretty um, legit. Too legit. And you see these like. Wings, these wings rise from her back when before they were bony and black. Yeah. They're now just made of light. Okay. Um, and then she's like, I could use your help now. But she points at this big pile of dirt. Yeah, so I use my <laughs> big ass hands and like fucking scoop that shit. Alright, so you guys spend the next couple of minutes. Uh, right on. It won't no, be. you do I. Just Karox, I'm sorry, just Trake and Morana spend the next few minutes putting the soil back over uh, Mohu's body. Could I do a thunder wave to get it all in there? If you, are you going to warn everybody before you do it? Is it sarcasm? I was going to say, if you, if you don't, you could totally kill Karox. Karox ain't staying close. I mean, I have nine hit points, so you could also kill me. <laughs> All right, everybody's right. starting new characters. So, um, you guys 
finish the little burial ritual for Mohu. Um, what do you do? You, you're outside of the cathedral, but still inside the cathedral walls. Uh, stay like, there for a little is bit. It is like four in the morning. I'm going to ask, dude, we got to decide how to open these doors. I mean, you see the giant bar. It's just a big-ass, met- like, wooden beam you have to lift up, and then the gate, you can, open. well, you can pull the gates open. So, eat some owlbear steak, and you'll be fine. Strength is the answer. Okay. I'm going to open the gate. Ah, oh, yes, our wizard with an eight strength. Sixteen. Holy shit. Nope. No. Trake, help me. He's straining his back after, right now. After about an hour, I'm, I'm actually going to sit there for about an 17. hour. Seventeen. Kind of think about Mohu. Like, mm. you know, just kind of reflecting shit. Uh-huh. Um, kind of honor him this. like I would with my tribe's people. Like, doing... Okay. That kind of shit. And then, after an hour, I'm going to go up to the bar and fucking lift it up. Within right, an so hour, Karax just... Karax has been trying for an hour, just like... And, um, nope. Is it 20? Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Karax is still rolling. James. There, I got it. Yeah, he rolled his shit to a 20. Yeah, it's a 19. <laughs> yeah, James, what happens is uh, Karax is lifting as hard as he can, but he's grabbing okay. onto it. And My first two attempts... It was starting to budge, and then muscle exhaustion happened. And, and I was like, oh, and in a, and shit. the next hour, Trait comes up, just picks it up, and you're still holding on. And he kind of sits it down. <laughs> I would let go. No. You were sure? I have a 20 or I'm the god 18 in intelligence. I would let go. As soon as yeah. Trait came up, I would just stop. Okay, fine. Take Your away my phone. Dice rolls didn't say that. So, um, you guys... Kept rolling. Open the gates yeah. into a new day. It's 4, 4.30 in the morning. Well, actually, he did that for an hour. It's 5 now. Mm-hmm. It's been an hour since you asked me what time it was. Yeah. It's 5. The sun will be rising soon. You see your way to the town square, the frozen oak on your left, the gates far in front of you to the town. What do you do? Go inside the uh, frozen oak and get some yeah. food. All right, so here's what happens. Okay. You walked to the town square with yeah. Father Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Yep, old man river. You are instantly surrounded by all current active guards. Everyone roll perception. That's alive. 21. Can I That's right. Huh? Can I use my passive? Yes. Okay, 13. James? No, it's a 14. Matt, 20 to 1. 21. 21. Oh. All right. So, here's what happens. So, it's a 3. So, you got 3. So, you guys, OG team. Morana included. Uh, 14. Salar. Where are the I know, but I'm saying like because currently we are split. Uh, yes. For those of you at home who've heard new voices, there are new people sitting at this table. Um, Karak, Salar, Morana, Trake, um, through the 
uh, confusion of all the guards rushing you, you hear, like, a really small voice and, like, another voice coming from the gates. And it hears, it seems like someone is arguing with the guards at the gates. Okay. So we'll get back to that in a second. Okay. Um, this one guard walks up. Who's closest to Father Sigmar? Salar. Salar. Walks up to Salar, and his symbol is a different symbol than you guys have seen. Instead of the Y, it's like an upside-down Y with a cross. And he's got a, a longbow on its back and a longsword at his side. And he kind of walks up with his hand on his hilt. He was like, nothing good ever comes out of that church at night. Explain yourselves. She's smiling and, sh- uh, and like shrugging and laughing. <laughs> Look, Salad doesn't really explain herself ever, so it's like because it took you so long to answer. The guards Curse. all draw their weapons, except for the one speaking to you. Curse. Twenty on intimidation. We brought back the pontiff, the true pontiff, and we've killed the false pontiff. It was actually a robot. Got a 15. Yeah. So um, he kind of looks at you, you know, because you're a large man. He is not dead. And I motion to Salar holding old man River. You, bro. Siggy boy. Don't worry, I forgot his name, too. His name's Sigmar. I've said it 14 Ziggy times Zoggy, this episode. But he, um, he kind of steps forward. And he's leaning on, like, Salar's shoulder. Ooh, physical contact. Weird for you. Um, he's like, it's true. They did bring me back. Well, from the basement. Not from the dead. And he goes through the entire explanation. The guards in the time have put away their weapons. While this is happening, uh, Michael and Aaron, you are arguing with two guards at the town gates. You notice all of the other guards encircle this group of people while you're arguing with these guards, and they're basically like, no, you are not allowed to bring that inside. But I like my book of puns. <laughs> there is no there is no writing allowed inside. What, what if mean? I just put it in this backpack? <laughs> then I would have to take the backpack. What if I put We've that into a bag this. of holding? We have gone through this so many times. What if you close my your shift eyes is and almost make it over. Wait, I'm sorry. I was complaining about my shift. You Say that again. Close your eyes and we'll make it disappear. And then you can go home. Oh. How far away are we from this conversation? Once, Do we hear this? Once things have calmed down, you are able to hear the situation. Yeah. Yeah. With your perception rolls that you just rolled. Oh, in your passives that are above 10. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, I've had a really long night and I just want to go home. Just give me all the things that aren't allowed and you can come into town. Look, How this is my dad's book. What is allowed? Nothing. There's no fun here. There is no fun here. There's no, no what we call it is uh, religious fun. There will be. There's no such thing. <laughs> you can have fun as you sing the songs of our Lord. No, because you can't sing. It's not, it's not my Lord. 
Traitor. Internally. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my lord. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> Fine. So yes. I go behind and I put the book into my robe and I come back around. See, no book. No, it's gone. <laughs> I rolled an 18. He sees the outline of the book like in your like coat, in your robe. And he like comes up to you and he's like, and he pokes it. And he's like, that feels like book to me. Actually, he, he feels straw when he does that. That feels like book to me? <laughs> you put it in yourself? Yes. Okay. Yes, Chip, Drake. Did you overhear the, uh... There will be fun. Let's see fun. if he heard that... I rolled an 18, so he might have heard... Salar and Ziggy hanging out with the guards. I, I hear that. And you're, like, you're using your bo- boisterous... Yeah, I can voice. tell the guards are like, these are like good dudes, but this commotion shit, we've already dealt with it before, so these guys don't know what the fuck's up, so I'm going to talk to the guards and tell them to go home. Okay, so you walk up to the guards. Um, Michael and Aaron, your characters see this like long-haired Goliath wearing like narwhal skin armor. Eight foot two. He's eight foot two. He's, eight eight foot two. he's huge. I'm 11 inches tall. She's 11 inches tall. <laughs> this is going to be great. Cannonball special. <laughs> um, you see this huge monster man walk up, and he's got these gauntlets that look like they're made of obsidian that also appear to be fused to his skin. Um, that painful. You walk up, and you see the you're a pixie, and what appears to be a boy. Now, he's a 26-year-old man boy. Yes. Um, human. I have one of those. Black hair, blacksmithing tunic. Not torn. Yeah. And a pseudo dragon. And she's. Yeah. Are you on it? Yes. Okay. So, um, Michael. Passive perception. Okay. I easily see. Michael, it. go ahead and uh, tell me what Phelan looks like. Okay. Uh, he has kind of like palish skin, black hair, um, green eyes, and he is wearing what seems to be like uh, blacksmith apprentice attire. And he's wearing a, uh... Why? How tall is he? People are gonna think he and I are brothers now. Because I have pale skin with blonde black hair. <laughs> well, like... he has a short black hair. Yeah, it's totally different. different. So <laughs> totally different. You can't be from the same family with different haircuts. Yeah, you know that. Also, don't worry. In my There's world, a surprise. In my world, if you have the same haircut, you're related. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> What want to be related to that guy? <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. I, I take some of it back. Uh, I forgot you gave me the robe. So it's actually a white robe with red swirls on it. Yes. Um, it's and a actually, candy cane. Actually, yes. on your back... I taste delicious. It's, it's actually a red I'm not robe. i lick that pole. <laughs> it was actually a red robe with blue swirls. Oh, and okay. on the back, there are arrows going every which way. And we'll deal with that later because Karox has seen that before. Oh, okay. He's bad on history checks, so he won't remember, like, anyone's name. But, um, and, uh, Erin, describe Myrna for me. So, I am 11 inches tall. I have light purple skin with dark blue hair and, like, bright cornflower blue eyes. And I am riding on a tiny purple dragon. Yeah. So, she's a pixie riding a pseudo-dragon. (gasps) Oh! 
I just like when you said riding a purple dragon, <laughs> I just you know puff puff the magic dragon. No, and just win no. he usually only has one puff. Even isn't better. Me? Well, my background is green witch, so make that way. Oh want. my god, <laughs> she's a green witch who rides puff the magic dragon. <laughs> no, figment. Yeah, or figment. Figment was way cooler. I feel like. My dragon's probably got more of a figment personality too, anyway. Got it. So okay, all right, now it. Her name so is Drake, Drake, as you walk up, the guards kind of like hold their swords. I put my hand and they, like this. They look up at you in fear. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I put my hand forward like this, <laughs> telling them that Ziggy Zoggy is back. Your newest pontiff is dead. Um, oh, the punk. And the city is restored, so they can go back to having a good life. I was going to say, as he puts his hand up, it's covered in blood, but I don't think a, <laughs> a, a um, Yeah, he Warforged, did beat a man to death with his I don't fists. think a Warforged would bleed. No, I just got no. all over my body. <laughs> yeah. He's got, like, purple liquid, like, oil consistency. There we go. Look, I put a fucking thing here. <laughs> There's his name. It says Sigmar. It'll be relevant for another two seconds. Romsky. Yes. So they look at you and like astonishment, and they're like, "What? What do you mean, Father Sigmar has returned? He has been dead. We've seen his body. There's zombies here. Your pontiff <laughs> has lied to you." We have Sigmar. They say, is that what all that is about right now? They're German now. Go yes. talk. This one is German. He has a he has an accent that comes and goes. <laughs> but yes. Talk to your people. So they, they kind of say, y- you guys, whatever. They, and they walk in to speak with their, their captain. Um, Hooray! Fuck out. With that... Um, Trake, you're left with a small person yeah. riding a small dragon and a normal human boy who is nothing different. I'm a real boy. You can come in <laughs> with whatever you need. And I just go back to my... Thank group. you, sir. Man, people here sure are nice. I know, it only took 12 hours of <laughs> arguing to get a book inside. All right, so um, for those of you who are new to town, there is one tea shop and inn named the Frozen Oak. The town itself is a normal town, hashtag normal fantasy town, mm. uh, except no magic shops, no bookstores, no bards, none of the fun stuff in a fantasy town. For now. For now. At this point in time. Yeah, right. So you guys, um, Trake has just told you where the, like, kind of headed towards the tavern uh, to meet back up with his party. Um, it's not a tavern, though. I said that yes. anyway. <laughs> um, I still so the alcohol with me. While that's happening, the guards have dispersed from uh, Salar, Karox, Morana, and Father Sigmar. Um, where are you guys going? I want to go and drink me some tea. To the end And, like, sleep. It's late as fuck. You guys... Or early. Going to the end because we've been arguing for 12 hours at the front of the place. <laughs> Like, other people even came in while you were going. Yes. It's just like, yeah. 
So you all wind up at the inn. You mm. see the uh, guy behind the bar. And uh, you actually see, like, I guess word has spread. Mm-hmm. And um, you see, like, barrels being placed in spaces on oh, the wall. Word travels fast. We can't even walk from the church to the <laughs> inn. Dude! And people already know. Dude, maybe there was a secret brewery in the basement and you guys just didn't find it. No, I'm, I'm just talking about, like, word. No, I said, like, the guards have dispersed and, like, they're going around kind of telling everyone. But... So, so one one guard that's secretly an alcoholic was like, I'm going straight to the tea house. Tell him to put the beer back on the fucking shelves. Exactly. <laughs> His name was Francis. We can do it now. <laughs> His name was Francis, and he was a good, good soldier. Um, but yeah, so um, Chip is actually still carrying two big ass casks of alcohol this whole time. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Walked up to the guards with fucking alcohol in his arms. Guys, one. things are good. I have one as well. Time to party. <laughs> um, for those of you who are new, it is a normal tavern. There, uh, but their main thing is tea. At, well, was and slash is tea. Okay. So they have several different kinds of tea that have m- no effect or certain effects on you. Um, Salar had gotten a tea that gives you when. You drink it; it gives you the effect of having a full short rest. Oh. I still have it allows you to roll one hit die. Left. So she used it in this last battle. It's a full action to pull it, uncork it, and drink it. But you can roll a hit die, and you get as a warlock. She got all her spell slots back. Yeah. All two of them. All two of them. <laughs> because we all know level twenty warlocks get a total of five spell slots. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it. Uh, there is a human male behind the bar. And there is a, uh, there are two uh, waiters, like a guy and a girl, that are going around passing out drinks and food. Um, I assume the group goes to their normal table. Yeah. Yeah. You guys see Trake and his party go to this one table. Um, you're kind of standing in the doorway. What do you do? I guess we'll approach the table and thank Trake. For allowing us to enter this marvelous city full of tea and alcohol. No. You are welcome when they were not welcome to us. That is okay, totally change. me. Bam, got it. <laughs> I open the, uh, hey Matt. Yes, sir. I want to find out the other cask. I'm going to open that one. They both appear to be the same thing. Okay, I'm going to open the other one just so I can find out where it is. Okay, yeah, it's a... By the way, Matt. Yes, sir. Warlocks get four spell slots. Oh, shit, I was off by one in the bad way. Oh, yeah. my God. But but I can see where the confusion was because it's at fifth level. That's where it is. So, Chip, they're both... They're both like that... They're all the humming, humming amber liquid. Do you taste any of it? I will pour... Well, I will ask... Glasses, steins, whatever you call it in this town. Alright, this this tea little cups. boy hmm? teacups. Teacups. <laughs> this little boy brings out just uh like 
one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh, like teacups and saucers. Do and I get a full size teacup? You do. Oh yay! <laughs> do you sit in that? No, I'm just gonna, like, dump I just it. want <laughs> you to know you are a tiny character <laughs> in a world made for big men. Yeah. Does it have it's a chip fun. on the cup? Yeah, hers does. Oh, hers has a chip. <laughs> um, but the, you, you all get a cup. I pour it out to everybody around my table. Okay. At my table. I, I, I cover the top of my cup well, whenever he goes to me. <laughs> well, I, I already know that. I'm so just I'm like, not going to do it for you. Just, just so that way you're still aware. Because I, I love you and all, but sometimes I don't know if but things I'm not, like, stick. I'm in love with you. <laughs> I will drink for you. Please do. All right. So you rolled a uh, your d twenty roll was a nineteen. So everyone who's yeah. drinking, raise your hand. Um, I'm gonna have one drink. We're gonna play more on it together, everybody. And then somebody give me an odd or an even. 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 Well, everyone said even, and it was an eighteen. So Morana's drinking. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a like chalky, syrupy. It's thicker than like normal ale. Oh yeah. Is. And it has an effect. It is the Abbey Ale. Um, it causes large amounts of foam to form in your mouth. God, we have rabies. <laughs> I love these books, y'all. These are good books. Karak starts rampaging Do we feel the hum? Like, okay, so you're actually, when you go to pick up your, your teacup, it's vibrating. It's just this weird... Vibration that vibrates all the way down your throat. Okay. And so then like, you foam. <laughs> oh, okay. man. It's like the uh, Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. <laughs> I should get that reference. Hitchhiker's Guide. I did not see that movie or read that book. It was required when I was in high school, but I got the Cliff Notes and Like every other high school student does. Yeah, but I got a D. So Because we used Cliff Notes. I read it in jury duty twice. That's that's one that you wow. would actually like. I know. I just never got around to it. So, um, you guys see these two new people at the table. Trake has seemed to kind of already spoken with them. Uh, Morana kind of acknowledges them and goes back to her like humming drink, and she's like a geyser of foam. <laughs> she's having a good time. Carox <laughs> drinks his drink and goes upstairs and goes to bed. Carox acknowledges no one, like usual. Okay, so... He's tired. You know each other? We just met. (laughs) You guys have been on the road for maybe... We'll say this. You guys have known each other for about a month, and you've been on the road for about that amount of time. Okay, I was asking, like, basically to trade. Oh, I'm sorry. The guards were usual. Ah, so you guys were the ruckus. Really? Yeah. It looked like everybody was around you. <laughs> <laughs> it was me who was the ruckus. <laughs> mm. That's because we just saved a very important head figure in the town. Well, that sounds fun. Is that why we're having this party? No, yeah. it is not a party. It's not a party. We um, lost a very good friend. <laughs> just one. <laughs> what did, wait, what? It was Squall. <laughs> 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 he got lost for real. They lost him. Roll insight. Mohu, roll insight. You're dead. You're dead. Natural 20. You're dead. Okay. It was about you. Okay. Oh my god. That was From beyond the grave. No, you, you are know. right. 
We did lose two. Oh my god. <laughs> Rewind. We lost two people today. <laughs> I'll edit all that out. That's really good. <laughs> I'm not going to have that time. <laughs> we know we don't edit here. <laughs> Unless I say something. No, I didn't, I didn't edit. Oh, okay, oh, good. Let them know. Oh, anyway. <laughs> no, so, so, yeah, he basically, they inform you that they've lost two of their friends in the fight to free this city from the clutches of evil religion. Oh. Um, I can fight for that. <laughs> so where are you guys going next? Uh, probably Witch Bluff. <laughs> because kind of feeling like gambling. Okay. Yes. Can we join you guys? You hear from from upstairs from Karak's, yeah, let's go gambling when there's an undead army possibly being made. It's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> you, hear, you hear a voice from above. Above. <laughs> it's on the way. 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 <laughs> I assure you. So he did ask if they could join. Okay. And I was talking over it or someone was. Oh. Yeah. I blame me. We it's also never fault. did the descriptions for anyone else. Yeah, let's do that. Um, you guys know what Trake looks like. You saw Karox. He kind of described himself when he was... Oh, wait. Was that before? Yeah. Well, I know he looks kind of... No, that was on camp. That was yeah, on. That was, that was on. He, he's, he's wearing all black robes. He's got long black hair. He looks like he's in a screamo. Yeah. He holds like, a dagger. Really rip stab, 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 stab. Um... <laughs> I go across the street as to not kill myself. Oh, you can't though, because you missed, because your rolls are bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> most of the time. Well, I know, I know. Um, critical failure, he just takes When you hand. saw, you know, like, you guys walked up to Karax, were you, like, holding your dagger, or was it sheathed? It was probably in, in my, my belt. Okay. They don't Notice know nothing. He's a human male. Salar, uh, what do they look like? What do you look like? I'm kind of short, but not super short. I'm like, just under five foot. Or like I am five foot. That's not yeah. kind of short, that's short. She's a giant. Oh, shut yeah. up. She's a giant. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of lighter skin with uh, a yellowish kind of greenish undertone going on. Uh, a lot of, I almost look jaundiced in the skin. Um, very striking yellow eyes with slits as pupils and some dark espresso hair going on. And as I speak, you can see little fangy fangs. But there is no forked tongue, sadly. She is a yuntai. I am a yuntai, snaky snake person. Oh. And I'm also wearing heavy armor. Sitting at the table, foaming from the mouth profusely, is Morana. <laughs> uh, Morana has, um, like, all black armor on with a bronze, like, seahorse embossed on her uh, plate. Uh, she has, like, glowing white hair. Big ass mall, big ass great sword. Weird how she can sit like that. Um, She's good. It, it glitches through the chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? Let's see. She is. That's not the. It's on the back. She's five foot eight, pale complected, pale glowing hair. Yeah. She acknowledges your existence and goes back to her drink. I think I nailed that. <laughs> um, and then Karox immediately went up to his room. Well, I'm asleep. It's like I know. Five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to sleep. I have 14 hit points. I'm tired. I got the <laughs> shit kicked out of me. I want to go to sleep. Like I hit by a giant beam of light. Like yeah. To answer your oh, question. Oh, it did 14 points of damage to you for some reason. Um. 
seeing as we did just lose two people very, very tragically. Yep. I don't see why not. Cool. That doesn't scare me at all. Why'd you attack? Did you just stab him with your left hand? I'll kill you. I went to go Nerds on a rampage. I went to go lift it, and my grip wasn't. So, um, it's a certain amount of silver per night that I just honestly can't remember and don't I care. Just throw so. a gold at the innkeeper. Okay, everybody's got a room. Yeah. Get some of the back around. Here's the good thing. There are open rooms now because two of them are dead. Well, oh. I share a room with him. Okay, I really don't works. need a full sized room for myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you just need like a pocket. <laughs> after we kind of talk about, you know, them joining and everything, I'm going to finish up my tea and go to sleep. Okay. Did you get sleepy time tea? Yeah. Okay. Got that good stuff to help me go to night. It's an actual him? thing in here, but oh. I don't remember what it's called. What about this guy? Okay. Um, so everybody goes up to their everyone goes up to their rooms you go to sleep and you wake up level 8 what we usually do is we go around the table at the beginning of an episode because usually you guys level up at the end of an episode at the beginning we say what you got let's just do it real quick Salar. Um. so I leveled up again into warlock so I'm level 7 warlock I got 4th level spell slots you know just mm-hmm. the 2 of them um <laughs> Learned a new spell, Blight. Okay. And Eldritch, um, or like little invocation thing, or invocation, whatever the freak it is, whichever one. Yeah. Um, Eldritch Smite. And what so you- I get a Warlocky Smite. What are your hit points at? I'm at, I'm at 63 hit points because okay. I always take the median because if I roll, I roll a one or a two. All right, James. Yes. Did you level up your character or did you forget? I leveled. What'd you get? So I get a second, fourth level spell slot, so I can dimension door twice now. Um, and I took a feat. I believe it was the obs- uh, the observant feat. Okay. Yeah, the observant feat. So uh, increased my intelligence score by one. It's now a nineteen. Um, and if I can see a creature's mouth while it is speaking a language you understand, you can interpret what it is saying or reading its lips. And I have a plus five bonus to my passive. Wisdom, Perception, and Passive Intelligent Investigation scores. What are your hit points at? Oh, my hit points. What is your Muscle Wizard at now? <laughs> muscle Wizard. Um, I roll for hit points. Um, roll to 5 on a d6. With a plus 3 to my con, I have 68 hit points. Jeez. God damn it. We'll, get to, we'll <laughs> find out all about our new characters as they fight and do stuff. Trake, what do you get at um, like? <laughs> I get an extra moxie point, so now I have five, kind of like the uh, key points for people listening. Um, I took the uh, ability score increase where I went to a 19 con and at 18 strength, so it boosted up my strength, so now I'm plus four modifier. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, and I'm at 60 fucking seven. <laughs> Less than the wizard! <laughs> Alright, and Morana uh, is a level 8 paladin. She got one more spell slot, and because second level paladin spells suck, she took another first level spell called Divine Favor. 
She got her ability score improvement, which she put 2 in con, bringing it from a 14 to a 16, and her max HP is 86. Um, you and your D12s, okay? Yeah. You will, we'll get to you soon enough, Eric. You'll see. Um, Karox, however, in your sleep, you have a vision. These are fun. All right, Karox, you, when you close your eyes at night, you, uh, it feels like your head has almost just hit the pillow when all of a sudden you are shuddered awake. You stand on top an obsidian cliff high above the cloud line. In front of you, you see a giant set of scales. Ooh, this sounds familiar. Yeah. However, you are not alone. There are a sea of souls in front of you. Okay. All of a sudden, a giant claw-like hand grabs you and races you, like races, uh, you, you race through the, I can't even speak, God. A giant claw-like hand grabs you and you feel yourself racing to the front of the sea of souls. You're placed on one of the scales. However, it does not move. You see a titanic figure standing in front of you, robes made of swirling shadows, long hair the color of blood, and you see a blank face. Um, when you look at the face, it starts to shift. Um, you see your mom, your dad, your magic instructor. I killed them. I know. <laughs> You see your mom, your dad, your magic instructor. Those people on the street when you guys were going to Winterwater that you, like, hung back and murdered. Yeah. You see all of your victims as uh, the face of this titanic creature shifts through all of them. And then it finally settles on a face. Yours. In your head, you hear an impossible voice. It's loud, it echoes, but it's also soft and quiet. It says, so, it's you who have been sending me all of these souls. As they gesture with their claw-like finger out to the sea where you see all those familiar faces again. All of these souls I must judge. And with my own creation, as she points at the bone dagger which appears in your hand. While I can't thank you enough for the work you've sent me, I can sense a deep, dark evil within your soul. The scale begins to lower that you're standing on. Mm-hmm. Though recently you have been using your powers to help others and bring them back from the brink of death, you, Karox Acrolis, are a com complex human being. You are one of my favorite creations. Hell yeah. I'm fucking popular. You're my dude. <laughs> Humans like you make me proud to be a creator. 
the dagger floats out of your hand and it begins to spin as she taps it with a finger. This won't do. Let me fix it up for you. She reaches her hand as it extends like impossibly long and she, with two fingers, picks up a soul. Go, go, gadget, extendo arm! Yes! (laughs) She picks up a soul from the sea and she's holding him and he's sobbing. He's crying. And you recognize it's your magic teacher. As the us, as the dagger begins to spin faster and faster and faster, she said, In life, he taught you a few simple rules. In death, he will be much more useful. And he's crying, like his soul, you actually see his face, he's like sobbing, crying. She shoves his soul into the dagger, and it just like a bright green light kind of pops for just a second as the dagger begins to slow down. As it slows down, it looks as if the dagger has aged. It was like a bleached white dagger, or white bone. Mm -hmm. It's now aged and yellow, and it glows with a pale green light. As it slows, it floats back into your hand. As it touches you, you see that not just your hand, but your entire arm has become a skeletal uh, arm. And then you feel this weird tingle all over your body. You feel like you look at your hands and you can see through them. Um, what is, you look confused as you become incorporeal. Um, it's a weird feeling. It's tingly and everything sounds muted. Like, sounds are muffled. Muffled like I'm underwater. Yeah. However, you can see clearly. Right. Um, the scale is still sinking lower. She says in your head. Your scales weigh terribly towards evil. This does not bode well for your soul. But who knows? Let's see what you can do with the time you have left before your thread is cut. And she flicks you off the scale and your eyes open. And I say, Shit, I, gotta, I need to become a lich, that way I don't die. Ever. <laughs> I love that that's your first thought. <laughs> like, fuck, I gotta get eviler. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, um, here are your mechanics for your dagger now. I X out of it. I fucked it. Oh, fucked it. Alright, I got it. It is now a plus two arcane focus. Plus one, while, while you are while you have it on your body, you get plus one to your intelligence. You are resistant to necrotic damage. Okay. And instead of doing one d four necrotic damage with a hit 
from your dagger, it does 2d4. Nice. And once per long rest, you can use your reaction to become incorporeal. You assume a ghostly form in which you are immune to all damage until the start of your next turn. That's awesome. You use it as a reaction. That is really cool. Yeah, that's really <laughs> During cool. that time, you can't move or take any other actions. Okay. Which I guess kind of makes sense because it's yeah. a reaction. I don't know why I wrote that. But yeah. I see what you mean with that. So those are the stats for your level 2 bone dagger. Alright. I'm gonna go fucking give that dude money to level up. I just do random shit and stuff happens. So for those of you at home, I had a like I have conditions for everything to level up. James's was to use his own hit points to heal allies a certain number of times and in the last fight I believe he hit that level. If he didn't I leveled him up early. Who gives a shit? Um, with that you guys it is morning. You are all level 8. Morana is downstairs eating and foaming from the mouth. Yeah. Just like making foam sculptures. She's got like a snow foam man. And... Wow. Um... It is a new day. There are new patrons. Like, the, the tea house is popping with new patrons. People celebrated all through the morning. You guys, you know, you got a long rest. It was like 5 in the morning. Yeah, so it's like... It's like 1, one in the afternoon now, as I count on my fingers. Um. Yeah, so you've got... Half a day ahead of you to leave town, travel, do stuff around town, whatever you want to do. What do you do? Wink. Is there a jewelry? No, I'm not going to do that here. You're going to sell all <laughs> these motherfuckers jewelry back to I got watches! He's got a fucking robe on. He's just got watches on the inside. You need some necklaces? I got statues in my butt. No, um. <sighs> they're not in my butt. Yet. Yet. Ever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what is your plan, friends? You know that you're, when you sat down last night, Witch Bluff on the way to the Shade Court. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Let's go. Y'all just. We roughly know the area. We can help. Yeah. Bring them. So, um, Phelan and Myrna came from the West. Okay. They've just been traveling around. Um, so they've actually been that way before. Okay. Um, you guys walk out of the bar. Well, it's a bar now. Yeah. Um, tea like tea house and bar. Everyone looks happy. You, you when you walked into town, people are singing. And everyone stuff? was everything was like grim and everyone was angsty and everything was gray. It was like when you watch film from North Korea, how, like, they just live in black and white. Oh, it's like that. But now everybody's that, in... I can't say. <laughs> now everything's <laughs> in color. So, um... If they... Okay, if Kim Jong-un is listening, come at me, bro. Um... Nukes are on the way. 
Our 75 listeners in Amsterdam will save me. Um, So, you guys head out of the gate and you head west. (laughs) Oh. I want to pick up all my stuff first. Yeah, um. Yeah, we got the cart and shit still. So here's the the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) You get everything you dropped off at the gate. You got all your stuff back. Good. From the gate. They give you, like, they so would never got any of my stuff. They, I know, you fucking teleported in. Yeah. But <laughs> those of you who walked through the normal way and had anything taken from you, you receive it back. However, two things. Cart was left outside. Cart was not yours. You do not get cart. God damn it. Um. Can't really use it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So, you make it... Wizards gotta have a spell book and let them take that shit. You make it about a day... Well, you make it about a quarter of the day because you've got a half a day to travel. Unless you want to travel through the night. Quarter of the day, no trouble. Smooth sailing. Okay. Mm -hmm. However... Let's do this. You come upon what looks to be a group of holy men and women. What are they called? Dudes that ride around on bicycles with the white teeth. No, not Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, also, LDS missionaries. <laughs> no, they, they're not like uh, clergymen. Hello, my name is. Uh-huh. My name is Elder Grant. I would like to share with you this. I can't continue any farther because we don't have any rights to this song. Yeah, (laughs) you only get seven seconds, and then you got to pay for it. Um, but uh, there are a group of what seem to be red-robed clergymen surrounding Eric. Explain your character. Okay, so Tan. Oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Also, there are, like, seven of them on the ground, bleeding profusely. He has large axe. So now there's seven do. on the ground. And, how and there's, like, uh, we're going to say there are five, six. There are six standing. Shit, okay. So, large stature, um, Palomalu hair. Very tan. <laughs> tattoos on the chest, arms, face. Uh, barefoot. Very, very kind of intimidating looking. Just stop. Uh, has a jade club on his waist. And a giant great axe in his hands. And, uh, he has lightning coming off of him a little bit. Okay. Sounds like Trig's brother. Yeah. Yeah. They're like kind of friends. <laughs> My bro. Did My you bro say bro? they're like triplets? I said they're like Trake friends, but oh. sure. I was like, where is the third? In time. You don't know. Um, so these seven guys that are still alive. Or no, there's six still alive. Six guys. Are, still, are they like right next to each other? Uh, I'm going to put them on the map. Okay, good. As soon as I find this one. Of course I do. Hey, Matt. Yes, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to need more zombie miniatures. Okay. I can make 12 now. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
What's dead? We're all dead. Um, that's gonna sound weird because it's just like a small pause and then it goes up to everyone's dead. Um, I lost my pencil. Fuck. This is my life. Is it that one? No, but I'll use that one. Alright. So, everyone, roll for initiative. Oh, exciting. I don't know. Ooh, I like this tower. Oh, I don't like cool beans. I'm digging you down with this. Alright. Here's how we do it in the land of cars. Who got 20 or higher? Boom. Karox is first. I got 21. Uh, who got 15 or better? Me. All right, we're going to do this. Salar? 16. 16. 19. It's time to roll. Okay, Anthony. As Grayson just Do we add a No. Okay, so 16 again. Five. Okay. All right. So it then goes Phelan. Wait, no, wait. Fuck. Manu, what did you get? 19. Oh, so it's going to be him first. Manu. I'm sorry. Your four-letter M names get me all confused. I'm sorry. It was the best I could come up with. It's perfect, and it's okay. My name is Manu. Phelan... Then Salar. Does this one play a war drum? Why? Why you gotta read my character sheet before um, we even start? Oh, does it really? <laughs> Ten or better. That's thirteen. Thirteen. I also yeah. got thirteen. <laughs> oh, Dude, I'm just that into Roll. Nine. Shit. Okay. You go last. Yeah, go last. Uh, oh. You go last. <laughs> um, Craig. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> Monks. What did you get, Aaron? I got a seven. Oh, I need to roll for Smitey McSmiter Pants. Smitey McSmiter Pants. Smiter Pants. Got a six. Plus five is eleven. Pants. So she's gonna go before. What do you need? Damn. And then Marina. All right, Kerox, you go first. Everybody. So Kerox. James, you're up. You okay. see. Okay, I just would like to point out a few things before we start this fight. This guy here has his hood up. So do from I. behind. All the other ones are unhooded. Okay. 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 Uh, so, Karox is gonna cast touch himself and cast Dragon's Breath. Uh, and I'm going to use uh, <clears throat> Acid Dragon, like Black Dragon. Black Dragon. Yeah. So, 15 foot cone, but I gotta move forward. Alright, and also just for the ease of this situation, okay. they're counted 1 through 5, my clockwise, starting with the gold one as 1 and ending with this one as 5. Okay, so 15 foot cone for me, so it hits these two. I believe you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, they're good at these. Because they're monks. 
Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. With a DC of... How does that even happen? 16. Um, Our proficiency modifier didn't go up, huh? Huh? Our proficiency didn't go up. At, at 8? Does no, proficiency bonus... No? Okay. No. I'm glad someone knows. I don't. Uh, so the one on the right makes it... I'm sorry, the one on the left makes it. The one on the right fails. Okay. Casting as a second level because I need those third and fourth level spell slots. Okay, so uh, we're going long, y'all. That'll be eight, uh, eleven acid damage to number. Oh wait, the one that saved takes half or takes none. Half. Okay. It's just it's not a cantrip. I'm just making sure. Alright. You got anything else you want to do? That's my turn. <clears throat> Did you up your spell save when no. the plus, with the new plus? Yeah, okay. that's why I was sure. asking for proficiency. Just making Whatever. sure. Next up, Manu, you are surrounded by these uh, six figures. The one standing in front of you is hooded. But you can see... Why are we helping this guy? We don't know him. I know. Question but of it. But you're just here. He was in the middle of the road, and you kind of happened upon it. And you know, I know why it's Karox a pain in the ass to go around. I know why Carox is helping. He needs mercenaries. Yes. Um, which is what we call zombies. <laughs> zombie is a derogatory word. We don't like it. Um, just to give you a bit of a visual, um, they are all wearing like blood red robes. Uh, the one in front of you has his hood up, but with your passive perception, you can see like this... Either he's wearing a helm that looks like a wolf, okay. or something. Oh, you just pissed Anthony off. <laughs> yeah. He ate alpha chow. Yeah, so already in a rage, 510. Straight up. Oh yeah, I meant to tell you, anything you would have active in the midst of a fight is already active. So okay. like your rage and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoop. Really? Uh, it's a 21 to hit. A 21 to hit the, the wolf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me his... look at his armor. Yeah, you, you got it. And is he wearing it metal? You got it. Huh? Is he wearing metal? He is metal. Cool. That's 12, 30, 40, 15. 20 damage on the first hit. Okay. No, good. sorry, 22 damage on the first hit. Okay, he's good. Next attack. Uh, 20 unnatural. Uh, meets it, beats it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Not as that good. That motherfucker got some upgrades when that Wayfinders Guide to Eberron came out. <laughs> <laughs> 17 damage on the next attack. 17 damage. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Oh, you know what I just realized? Hmm. I didn't add Actually, extra damage to my roll. You have to make... I'm sorry, you have to make... No, never mind. You're fine. Am I okay? You're fine. You're okay. okay. Next up is Phelan. Phelan, the totally real boy. I'm just going to walk over here, and I'm going to help by attacking this guy with Scorching Ray. Is that a le uh, first level spell or higher? Or is it, it a cantrip? first level. 
All right. So Phelan, roll your to hit or whatever, and then roll a d10,000. 10,000? Yes. <laughs> you heard me, son. That explains the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just give me your right, to hit. 24. To hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Let's see. Oh, okay, that's cool. Do you want the D? Well, give me your damage. Okay. okay. Unless what you rolled changes. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's ten. Ten fire damage. Yes. Magical fire damage. And then, what did your wild magic table say? Um, it's eight, seven, six. Uh, all within fifty yards smell strongly of alcohol. All right. So everyone within the next fifty yards, a uh, fifty yard radius, smells strongly of alcohol. What's what are you doing next? Well, it's three rays. Oh yeah, it's three rays. That's a nat twenty. Oh shit! What? Bing bong, bing bong, bing. <laughs> All right, the crit card. Maximum damage, and the target is vulnerable to this type of damage for the next minute. Oh, uh, cool. So you don't roll it; it's just max. max so two oh, D. What is okay. it? Uh, so it's twelve damage. Okay. And he's vulnerable to fire now for uh-huh. the next minute, so he'll double. He'll take double if you hit him again. I don't. You it's don't. A ten. Okay. No, you miss. But he is vulnerable to fire for the next minute, Hooray. and everyone smells strongly of alcohol. It's too bad Good. it's not actually alcohol. It burst into flames and explodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not. Sal, well, do you have any more movement you want to do? No. That's all right. Sal, are you up? Okay. Um. I'm just gonna. I guess Eldritch Blast this guy over here. Eldritch Blast number one. Yeah, because, like, why, why not? Roll that beautiful yeah. bean footage. Oh, I think, uh, 60 feet. So, one of 30, them 60. will be a 15, and the other one is going to be a 23. A 16 and a 23? 15 and 23. A 15 and a 23. One meets it. The other is way over. Oh, that's the wrong one. Um, Why did you ask earlier if a twenty meets it, meets and beats? She's oh, uh, she's hitting the number one. I know, but when he attacked with like a twenty, you were like meets and beats it, meets it, beats it. Yeah, his armor class. Is I was letting you. Know. Oh, it's a different guy. It's a different so guy. So the wolf's armor class is twenty. Thirteen. Okay, hold on, y'all. Hold on, I'm trying to have. Let a game. <laughs> 20 force damage. 20 force damage. All yeah. the, that's all, both of them together? Yeah. He looks rough as fuck. Nice. That's right, he do. You got anything else you want to do? Move that butt plug. <laughs> I don't need to, because Trape will not be affected. Okay. I'm going to bang on my shield twice. So it's everyone within thirty feet. You and I gotta make uh, what concept? It's only your friends. Wisdom That's fine. From where I can, I'm standing here, high above my chair. They, he always makes. It's gonna me. be a ten or higher. Ten or higher wisdom save. Yeah. Uh, nope. Eight. Um, Marana gets it. You're just scared of me. All right. So anyone who got ten or less. You're um, good, Drake. Don't worry. I know. Is is fearful of Salar. However, it just means you can't move any closer to her. Yeah. And if your back's to her, you don't have disadvantage on attack rolls because she's not within your sight. Um, I just like to have people scared of me sometimes. Fair enough. All right, anything else? No? Cool. My turn. 
Um, I got hair in my eyeball. Yeah, I tried to intimidate somebody with my pixie once. Didn't work. All right. So from his robes, the wolf pulls a battle axe, and he's gonna attack uh, Manu with it. Manu, Manu. That's gonna be a twenty-seven to hit. Yeah, make a. Can I give him a damage first? Yeah, make a strength save after that, though. Oh yeah. Thirteen magical slashing damage. So what? Thirteen damage. I'm raging. It's magical. It's magical. While we figure that out, I'll make a strength check. Rage does say that it's for non-magical. Oh, does it specify piercing, slashing? That's why you gotta go weigh the totem and pick the bear totem. Oh, that's how I always did it. Yeah, your resistance to everything except for force damage. All right, so my strength save was a twenty-two. Yeah, you saved, but you're taking three. Explain what happened. Force damage. So basically, as he hits me, my bracers, uh, what, send a shockwave? Yeah, basically you go to block with your bracers, and as the, while the damage does get through, there's a shockwave that came from the axe hitting his bracers. You're Wonder Woman. You are Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, motherfucker, I snuck a DC reference in anyway. Suck it. Or Black Panther with vibranium armor. That too. Or except 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 that when Black Panther hits his wrist together, he just looks like he's doing the symbol for Wakanda, and he doesn't send shockwaves out a lot. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, sand attack. Question. Sand attack. I said second, second attack. attack. Question for those of you who play fighters on a regular basis: When you have extra attack, can you use an attack spell? Uh. It is considered an attack. I've never played an Elder I just want to make... Okay, if, if we all agree that that's a thing I can do, I'm going to do it. Like, you are the DM. I know, but I like to <laughs> yeah. make group uh, decisions. Uh, okay. I don't want to feel like I'm cheating, yeah. it, unless yeah, I'm actually cheating on purple. Yeah, you can you can just get a... Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, you can get a second attack. So. Yeah, I mean, attack. if you have a... Se- if, so. if it's an attack spell, okay. then yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, now, would you, you only use a spell range. attack twice in one turn, or would you? Would it be melee no? No, attack, I use a melee attack, attack spell attack. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, no, we know the rules on using more than one spell in yeah. a turn. Although, unless he has that specific feat, he has disadvantage being like close if he's doing against. I'm not. It's a range I'm not rolling attack. a range spell attack. Though. Oh, okay. Eric, attack. make a Constitution saving throw. I know you're good at it. Make a Constitution saving throw as a beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius. 40 foot high cylinder around you. Uh-huh, there you uh-huh. go. Uh-huh. Moonbeam! Oh, yeah. Moonbeam. Uh, 18. His spell save is less than that. So you're gonna take half damage? Yeah. There you go. Now you only get one reaction per turn, right? One reaction yeah. per round. Yeah. Um, so you get moonbeamed for eight. To- that's halved for you already. Radiant damage. Also, if you were a shapeshifter, you'd be uh, disadvantaged. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. 
Uh, so there's that. That's the end of the wolf's turn. Next up is Trake. Trake, do All your Trake right. thing. I'm gonna come in there. I got 30 feet. You're adjacent. Yeah. So, Sharky guy is taking a decent amount of damage. He's like pretty tough. That's the big dude. The shark? Uh, yes, our were shark on the board is is Eric. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> the this dude right here is oh, the wolf. Okay. Oh, there's the wolf. Okay. I want to be yeah. You, you're going to be right here so I can. Okay. Lightning. Bolt. Lightning bolt. Yeah, these two motherfuckers. So for those of you at home, and I'm sure I mentioned this several times, uh, Chip is playing a storm Goliath that I made up, and as he levels up, he gets different racial traits that are available to him, and his highest one is Lightning Bolt. Yeah. Alright, here we go. And from the background, you hear Oh, Karak's Trick, use Lightning Bolt! I choose you! Thunderbolt! <laughs> no one to be like, All these distracted, use your Thunder Smash. <laughs> trick a trick! Uh, Venusaur with a question mark? <laughs> what, what the fuck? You're supposed to know my moves, man. Alright, so, uh, what do I need to roll? Um, it's gonna be a... Dex save, I think. Dex save. What is the number? Uh, 15. And it's two guys, it's the wolf and the other guy. Yeah. Number one. 86. The wolf dex save equals 11. The other guy dex save equals 5. Okay. I have more than 6 if you need. I'm good. Okay. I, I, I can do math. I don't. I have a I like dice box I don't like okay, that's built for a rogue. 31. Lightning damage or half of you succeeded? No one Which, succeeded. Okay. So All right, so you... 31. It's what, is it 8d6? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a strong lightning bolt. So, uh, Trake, what, is, what do you do when you cast lightning bolt? You do have these obsidian things on your hands that also conduct electricity. my knuckles, kind of flick my wrist. I just point at him. You go, ha ba ba Make the Raiden noise? No, I go, ha again! So, um, as you see this wave of lightning I use my emanate from his hand. I built up my super meter like in Marvelous Capcom. And this one falls. He had two left. You, were, you almost murdered him with one hit. Salar. <laughs> uh, the other one, however, is fine-ish. Looks rough, but okay. he look alright. Um, you got anything else you want to do? Um... I will hold my uh, bonus action. Okay. Hmm. Next up on the list is everyone else. That is me. So let's go ahead and close some gaps. Um, if I can do this, uh, that one will go. And he's actually looking at this one. this one. That one, I want you to run him here. We, we will use teamwork. Okay. No, he didn't leave your space. Like he didn't leave your. He's adjacent to your square, and he didn't move through your square, so he's all right. Push him right up to the where shark, and same with that one. All right, we're gonna go in order, starting with the dwarf wizard figure as number two. Because number one's dead. Because number one is dead. Um. Let me see how many charges in my ring. I get back. Pulls out a quarter staff, which is 
probably already drawn because midst of battle. Goes to attack. Who's he attacking? Manu. Okay. I don't, I don't. Two attacks. Plus five to hit. 21 and 15. Hit and miss. I'll decide which of those is which. Um, so you're going to take six bludgeoning damage. Non-magical? Yeah, it's a quarter set. Okay. You're going to take three bludgeoning damage. Or none. I don't know if you're immune or if you're just resistant. Uh, resistant. Okay. Re- currently resistant. And he's going to flurry of blows you. You can make one additional unarmed strike as a bonus action. Oh my god, math. Uh, I don't know if this hits... Mm, 17. It matches. Yes! Take another three, because I halved it for you already. Okay. Alright. Number number three is going to also go to attack you with unarmed well with quarterstaff. Nat twenty and a fail. But not a crit fail. Nat twenty unarmed well bludgeoning maximum damage. It's called bump to the noggin though. So that's fun. Uh, max damage is eleven. So half of eleven is five for you. Mm-hmm. And then Follow up, flurry of blows. Miss. Uh, number four is going to attack Trake. Okay. Two attacks. A 24 and a 15. Uh, 24 hits. You're going to take 10 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Flurry of blows. Uh, another 24. And six bludgeoning damage. And the last one is going to attack Karox. Two attacks to quarterstaff. Uh, 19 and a use seven. My reaction turning corporal. You just really want to do this. Well, I was going to no, okay. use my reaction to use my ring of shielding if, you, if it would have helped, but... It was a 19 and a seven. I used my... So you're going to become incorporeal. Yeah. So everyone in the midst of battle sees James. He's got this dagger in his hand and his arm is all skeletal. And then all of a sudden he becomes like see-through. Oh, great. As this quarterstaff just goes through his body and then again through his body. And then the guy goes to punch him and would have hit. But it, his fist goes straight through James and he kind of like waves around inside like what the fuck and he pulls his fist out and it's got all ectoplasm on it stuff with the uh question on a corporal yeah um can i move through people you cannot move while you're in this one i said do they um do they take damage like some of the ghosts and stuff do no he is immune to all types of damage until the start of oh no no he did get gooey Okay, so, okay. You get moist. What if he stops his action? Like, he's just like, what? Like, wall so through just him. Stands you know, I hadn't thought of that before, but <laughs> soon. I will come up with an answer for that. Okay. Um, no, the guy kind of, like, punches, and he's like... 
and pulls his arm back as he waves, like, gets all the goo off. Um. Yeah, and that's the end of my turn. And now it is Morana's turn, so it's my turn again. Yay! Morana's gonna move up to the one next to James. Next to Karax. And as she's moving, she draws her maul and runs a finger down it and casts uh, Divine Favor as a bonus action. And then she goes to hit him twice. Nice. So I got an at 20 and a 19 plus 8. No, I'm sorry, a 19 plus 9. So they're both going to hit. Let's do the nat 20 first. You guys want to do the mall nat 20 or the magic nat 20? Uh, if it's magic damage, it's going to magic. Mm. Okay, uh, double damage. It's the better one. Double damage and any non-magical item the target is holding or wearing also takes damage affected by the spell. So she hits him so hard that his quarterstaff that he goes to block with just explodes into splinters. And he... We're going to do double damage, so it's 4d6 plus 2d4 damage. 2d4? He's dead, Jim. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But let's do the math just for fun, because she would, and you know that's how we want to... We want to be true. Yeah. So that's 10, that's 17, 23. That's one more than his max health. So, I mean, so he she died. just <laughs> smashes him with her first hit. And then, would she have had five more feet? Probably not. She was here? Mm. Here. She was in yeah. front. 5, 10, 15, 20. And then she drew her, her shit, huh? Or yeah, it's up to you. Eh. You guys walked up to the battle, and you could have pulled out your weapons this time. I don't care. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We'll put her next to Trake. Okay. And adjacent from number four. Yeah. And she'll roll her second attack over to him, which was a 19 plus 9. And she'll do 2d6 plus 1d4 damage. Oh, I forgot to even add her modifier to that damage. That last one would have been plus six as well. 29. (laughs) Six, seven, eight, nine. Fifteen damage to number four. He's still up, though. Okay. Barely. All right, moving on. Myrna. Okay. I'm going to fly up behind the big dude. Right here? Yep, and aim inflict wounds at the back of his head. Alright, she is aiming inflict wounds at the back of it's the not wolf. Hit him. <laughs> uh, so, for 10. So, yeah, it's 10 hit. Alright, no, it, it misses. Okay, well, then I'm gonna fly back a little bit so he can't hit me. Alright, well, he will be able to take an attack of opportunity. Never mind, I'm just gonna hang out here so I can. Has he done a reaction already? No, no he, has he has not. Okay. Yeah, then he would be able to attack you. Okay, then I'll just wait here. Okay. Hovering around. Top of the round, Karox. Morana destroyed a dude as she walked past you. <laughs> Morana just destroys all the dudes. She's just an actual tank. Like a literal tank. Like a panzer. Move right here. I couldn't remember the American tanks. I can only remember the German ones. And then, uh... <laughs> I'll use my action for Dragon Breath again. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, you can use it multiple times? First up to a minute. Oh, shit, that's fucking cool. So... Alright, so... Um, this guy... 
Manu and Myrna. Myrna. And Nisha, who is her dragon that she's riding. And uh, let's see, five, ten, and I would this guy take number it? Yeah. fifteen foot cone because it goes, it spreads as it goes out, right? Yeah, he'd get it. Okay. All right, he'd so number it. number two, the wolf, and number four. It's deck saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a nat one. DC. I rolled a d12. 16. Now, I rolled a nat one for number two. Uh, the wolf got uh, an 18 plus whatever his dex is, so I'm sure he saves. And the other one got a nat two. Do I need to roll two? Yes. You and Manu both need to roll uh, deck saves. And I need to roll for Nisha. What'd you get, Eric? 21. 21! Right, you, 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 you. You're good! Two nat 20s. Okay. So everyone that succeeded takes half of First 11. Alright, so if, poison you, right. damage. if you succeeded, you take 5 poison damage. No. If I you failed, you take then. 11. Uh, drop. Number, drop the one closest to Karox. The the old man holding the staff. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't know y'all yet, so. He doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, dragon's so cute. Is your dragon Karox still, your care. dragon's <laughs> got a, enough health, right? Yeah. Okay. We didn't talk about your dragon. All right. Uh, Manu, you got poison guest. Yeah. Uh, turn around, attack the one behind me. With a sixteen. Uh, yeah, you got it. Okay. Is he wearing metal? No. He's holding a quarter staff and wearing robes. Bummer. Boner. Bummer. Bummer. Boner. Boner. Uh, ten. Nineteen damage on the first hit. Jesus Christ. Okay. Continue. <clears throat> Is he still alive? He is barely hanging on. This is my French steward impression. So I got a I got a critical failure. Crit fail! You want the magic crit Stick fail? Stick it to the mo way. Man, except he didn't faint the first time. <laughs> yeah, right? You want wait, so let's Whip. talk about your let's talk about your weapon. You're using a great axe. Uh-huh. And for lack of a better term, you're using Stormbreaker. Uh-huh. Um, so do you want the magic crit fail or the, the slashing damage crit fail? I'll just take the slashing damage crit fail. You cannot make attacks of opportunity against this one target until the end of your next turn. That's boring. That's fine. I like, like the, the other one. Wait, can I give you a choice? No, you're you already... begin to float upward at a rate of 10 feet per turn. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> There's more, and it involves falling damage. No. Um. All right. You done? Uh. Yeah. All right, Phelan. Okay. Well, I'm going to scorching ray the guy that is vulnerable to fire damage. Still. All right. Go ahead and roll. Let's do this. Roll all your attacks. Uh, two of them hits. Okay. So go ahead and. Roll your damage. Now go ahead and roll your damage all together. 
Okay. Uh, that is 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Nice. Total? Yes. And now roll a d10,000. Okay. For those of you at home, Michael's playing a wild magic sorcerer whose magic is always wild. If hit by a bludgeon on a natural 20, caster's teeth turn to gold. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> if he gets bludgeoning damage on a natural 20, his teeth turn to gold. So if someone clubs him over the head, I roll a die. And if every time he gets nat- every time he gets bludgeoned, I roll a d20. And on a nat 20, he gets yeah. gold teeth. Well, I think if like someone was using a mace, and then they crit and hit him over the head, his teeth... Oh, out. okay. Okay. Cool. Everyone smells like beer, and there's potential for okay. golden teeth. <laughs> you got anything so, else you want to do? So he'll take 24 um, damage, then? I'm going to move a little bit away from the person I'm scared of. And face away from her. Okay. Okay. Um, Salard, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna move closer to this guy. Uh, You're gonna move closer to the wild magic sorcerer who's like exploding fumes. Okay, I'm moving right here. It's weird that he's using a fire spell. We'll get to Um, that eventually. (laughs) And then I'm going to, I guess, Eldritch Blast this one. All right, you're going to Eldritch Blast number two. Yeah. So we got... One of them's going to be a nine, so I doubt that one hits. Nope. But the other one is a... Fifteen? That's exactly the number you needed. So... Ding, ding, ding. It's going to be nine force damage. Okay. Dang. So close. So close. Okay. Just seem to be falling just short, so Dark One's blessing ain't kicking in. <laughs> Alright, it is uh, my turn. Unless you have any more movement or bonus action you would like uh, to do. I'm okay right now. Okay. Alright, kids. Um, Here's what happens. The wolf kind of in like a really dramatic fashion, because why the fuck not? takes his robes and like swirls around and when he when the world the when the robes like swirl and they fall and from it this weird metal hawk comes out and we're going to give some people attacks of opportunity is it a spell it's a wild shape technically not okay um eric chip Yep. No. Um, Myrna, you all get attacks of opportunity as he begins to fly away. Because he's a pansy and always flies away. At a at a rate of sixty feet per round, unless he double moves, which he will when he can. So let's do this. Uh, let's just go down the roll. Uh, Myrna, what you get? Four. Four. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, trait get? I'm gonna do spend moxie point um, go and ahead. do a grapple <laughs> attack instead of my opportunity attack. I'm gonna an opportunity attack has to be a melee attack. Yeah, but this is when a hostile creature creature's movement provokes an act. An opportunity attack. Oh, from shit! You. It's in here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You're totally welcome. I'm like, never letting anyone play a pugilist. Fuck you, he's a pugilist. Wow. Okay, um... Go, go, let's, let's do the grapple. 
Okay. So I got an 11. I got a 16. Oh, yeah, you Burr. got He's a strong bird. I'm a slippery bird <laughs> made of sleek metal <laughs> and woods. Really uh, and we'll go down to Manu. What did you do? So I got a 27 to hit. You got it. There you go. Roll that damage. Yeah, and he's still metal, you said? He is made of metal. He All his wild shapes are metal. Okay, so... Ten. It's only fair. Since he's made of it. 17 damage and make a con save. Nice. I think I get the con save. It's a... 24? Oh, yeah. Damn, I got all excited. Alright. So, he takes damage and he flies away. Leaving... uh, As he flies away, you hear, like, when he gets to be about, like, right here... He, uh, you hear, next time tell your, what did he say? Next time tell your queen to send me more viable candidates. And free, he flies away. Free action while he's doing this? I, I mean, sure. What is it? it I do have to roll a die. Intimidation and performance. Uh, what are you trying to, what do you want? It's the last half of the haka. You're going to dance. In the midst of battle. <laughs> it's a battle dance, yes. Okay. Uh, I gotta... Uh, how, how good you dance? Uh, the intimidation was a 20 unnatural. Uh-huh. The performance, on the other hand, was a 6. <laughs> what, what do we roll against? I'm in, the middle of a, I'm in the middle of a fight. What? How do we roll against intimidation? Insight? I think it would be like a, a wisdom, huh? No, it's an insight. Uh... Alright, uh, I got a uh, 21. 21. 21? I'm but scary, but not that scary. You're scary, but also your dance looks weird. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a fight! <laughs> he's got the great axe out, he's like... <laughs> churning the butter. Um, uh, I do the and my cool character just became a no. name character. No. no, it's okay. <laughs> it was a very nice dance. Well, it wasn't a nice dance, but it was a very intimidating dance. Yeah. Touch my TV, son. I bump. Don't okay. bump my shit. I'll, I'll let it wobble. All right. So that what he said next time. Tell your queen to send me more viable candidates. Was clearly directed at the two living people of that are still attacking you. Uh, Drake. Okay. Um. He has eluded your grasp, and he's about over here now. Okay. Uh, See, we had Charles's character. Pew 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 pew. pew. Is he five hundred? Is he five hundred feet away yet? No. Okay. Boom. Reload. All right. So there's only two left. There are only two. Uh, Put me next to the shark guy. You want to be on the inside or the outside? There. Uh, Enough where I can get. There you go. Either, either one. Okay. Um, which was the last one? You hit the one directly in front of you. So the blue one's the one that's all beat to shit. The, the red, red one, one it, it. yeah, the red one hasn't been hit. Okay. Um, my first attack will be on the blue one. Um, twenty-three to hit. You got it. I you kill it. Yeah. You kill it. It had two life. Okay. Blue um, one's dead. <laughs> I'm going to 
like punch his fucking brain out by hitting his right eye socket. <laughs> my fist is gonna like just smash that whole side of the brain. You just like punch his head in on one side. Yeah. Um, and All right. then the second attack on the red guy. Uh, ten. Uh, miss. Okay. And um, bonus action. Um, I'll do a grapple check with him. Okay. Goddamn grappling! Oh, I got a. It's a strength save. Uh, it's a. It's either an athletics or acrobatics. I do athletics. I'm gonna do acrobatics. It's okay. uh, twenty-two. Okay, you got me by one. Slippery little okay. monk. Little slippery monk. Slippery. <laughs> you go to uh, grapple him, and he goes whoop as he like jumps out of the way. And that's the noise he makes. He's like whoop. <laughs> oh my god, he's weird. All right, uh, I'm done. My turn. Okay. Uh, it is now the one living monk's turn. He's gonna attack twice. Well, I'll just roll. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, he's gonna hit you, I assume, with a 24 and miss you with an 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I was aiming at Trake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's one of them. Uh, nine damage. Okay. Flurry blows. 17. That's a miss. Miss. And his life was cut short at that moment. Uh, because up next is Marana. Oh, Move her up God. to him. God. Here comes the death wagon. So, because I know, because we just talked about this when we were leveling up her character this morning, uh, right before the, you guys came over. So she has a spell on her mall right now called Divine Favor that gives her a 1d4 radiant damage with her attacks while she's concentrating. And it lasts for one minute. That's people going up the stairs. Anyway, um... They're trying to break in and die. Yeah. So she's going to go attack twice with her maul. Uh, I rolled two 16s plus nine. So they hit. So she's going to smite. And with the other thing. Just for fun. So... I got some noisy-ass loud bitches around me. She's going to do... 2d6, plus 2d8, plus 1d4. Okay, now, question. For those of us at home who have now just heard all those dice, how many hit points does this thing have left? None. It's full. Okay. He tried to grapple it. Uh, yeah. So, it has 22 hit points for, okay. for those of you at home. And she's doing 2d6, plus 2d8, plus 4 on her first attack. With a minimum of, like, 12 damage. Right. Six, seven, eight. That's 16, 17. 20 damage on the first attack, and we're going to not smite on the second attack. Two the points of. It's dead. It's dead, Jim. It's dead. <laughs> you killed it. All right. So with that. Wait. There is. I do want to have one more turn. Me too. Everything's yeah. dead. I think we all want to attack the hawk. I want to attack the hawk. He's only like right over here. He was he's sixty feet away. Yeah, uh-huh. right. And I, I can do it. Eighty. Yeah, this is my fine. range is sixty. <laughs> Wait, do I? It's been two and a half hours. Just okay. You can both roll your attacks. Okay, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Can I? Can I also do something? Yeah, it's one hundred fifty feet range. Yeah, sure. Cool, fireball. Oh, you can ignore mine. Fireball. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. 
Our wisdom save was a nat 20. What were you trying to do? Uh, mind spike, because I you, haven't been able to do it yet. You suck so a annoying. mind spike. I gotta make a deck save, Michael, because you shot yeah. a fireball at him? <laughs> yes. Shit. Yay! So you still take 5d8, but like halved. Michael, what is your death? What is your save? I need, I need three more d8. Um, let me go one by one. Wait, let me go one by one. Grayson, you hold off. Michael, what is your save? Fifteen. And it's a deck save. Yeah. Nice. I rolled exactly a fifteen, so give me half of your damage. Uh, Grayson, avoid. Put on this. I'm shooting with a crossbow. I tried to shoot him with um, a short bow, but I got... So it's your fault. <laughs> what? You brought up Charles. He'll take uh, 10 psychic damage. That's already halved. Okay. Um, He's still... And so I 8 guess... So 8d6 cut in half. Yeah, it's... What did you say it was? 9. 9. You rolled really low. I, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of 1. Oh, one. oh, but those are all 2s, technically. Oh. So it's an additional 2 damage. Yeah, so... That's it. That's what killed him. Really? I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> All right, what's, what's your magic? His weapon is now a holy relic for a decadent tribe of kobolds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys ever manage to kill him before he can run away, you'll have a holy relic for a secret kobold tribe battle axe. <laughs> All right, James, what's your roll with your fucking crossbow bolt? I can't see it from there. Is that 20? Not 20. It's a 20. Nice. Oh, man. He's going to teleport away next time. He's going to be a higher level druid. If he lives. He, he's got enough health. Um. I might quicken a firebolt. <laughs> James, triple damage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that was a three, seven, twelve, fourteen damage. Is he dead? No. He's not dead. What are you doing, Michael? Well, have you done your longbow attack or short attack? Yeah, I got a three. Oh, okay. I'm like working a fireball. No, it's okay. a it's a three. The seventeen hit him. Maybe an eight. All right, so the eight misses, and you miss with the seventeen as he flies away. You guys are left in a sea of bodies. James, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Put your dice away in a minute. It made for a good story. <laughs> what story? The story of James's dice getting pulled. Man. Um, He's the whole story. reason was I a, took mine, Spike. was a harrowing story. A story of dice returning to their homes. <laughs> returning to their loved ones whom they have not seen in two hours and 25 minutes. Um, you guys are left there in a sea of red robes and red blood. And there's a lot of red on the green path. That leads to which bluff? You have a person standing in front of you holding a giant great axe, emitting large amounts of electricity, and in the distance you see five large figures heading in your direction, and by law, they're humanoid, large figures, roughly the size of your electric companion trach. Yeah. Is anybody injured? One more thing. The I figures am. heading your way, the one in the middle, his head appears to be on fire. We'll see you next week. 
Congratulations, you've made it to the end of episode 30. Welcome back, and we hope you enjoyed this two hours and 27 minutes of gameplay in our original homebrew story. We're glad to be back from Halloween. So with that being said, everybody, uh, like us on Facebook at Metal and Magic Podcast, on Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod, on Instagram at Metal underscore and underscore magic underscore podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell your frenemies. Tell your floofs. Because hashtag floofwatch2018 is going strong. She is hiding under our bed right now. Because she's nervous all the time. With that being said, everybody, have a magical night and a magical life. <laughs>